0: You're listening to Building the Game with Rob and Jason. Hey!
1: It's Building the Game with
0: Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong.
1: Building the Game, yeah, Building the Game. Hello and welcome to Building, building the, the game, game, the documentary, documentary podcast. podcast. Today's Monday, Monday. It's December... Do you know? No, I have no idea. 17. 17. 2018. 2018. Episode 242. Or oh,
0: 342, as it might 300, actually be, you dummy.
1: 300. I got the 42 right. It's because wow. you're talking and you're it's, interrupting me. Yeah, that's it's why. Yes, throwing me off, man. Because of the
0: other 341 episodes when I did not interrupt you, you got me- that stuff right every time. <laughs> hey,
1: I'm just saying on this one occasion. That's <laughs> it was that was that was the it's reasoning what, what, that I
0: was having the, the problem. You know, with the stuff and the thing. It's the thing with the problem. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Hi. What's new? How you doing? Oh. I am fan tabulous. Yeah? I did wow. some stuff. I bought some. You know what I you know what I did? What'd you do, Jason? Um Oh no, what's Oh, I went and saw. <gasps> Did you ever see Wreck-It Ralph? No. Okay, you're stupid. See Wreck-It Ralph.
1: <laughs> you saw the new Wreck-It Ralph? It's so good. Why isn't it? So it's called uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Why isn't it called Ralph Wrecks the Internet?
0: So there's actually uh, in the trailer, they filmed the scene just for the trailer for that, where he's like, shouldn't it be Ralph Wrecks the Internet? Because that's kind of what he does. And the lady's like, yeah, but break the Internet. That's kind of like a thing. And they're like, but Wreck the Internet sounds weird. She's like, I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even in the movie is mm. the best that scene's not in the movie, um but like it's just kind of you know breaking that fourth wall um yeah. John C. Riley is amazing he's in general Ralph um yeah, he's Ralph okay. yeah um I just, in fact, I'm so used to now because I've seen record Ralph about three dozen times because of the kids yeah, um it's but it's a really solid movie it's really good, it's funny, tons of references in it, right.
1: Um, I, you, honestly, you would really enjoy it. People You're, say it's great, and I, it, yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Um, I don't have a child though, so uh, it's unlikely to happen. Why?
0: Why? It's not I a just kid don't care. movie. I just don't care. So, anyways, it's really good though. Um, but the the best thing about the second one, and this is spoiled in the trailer, so I'm not gonna, is the princess scene, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So they go to the internet. Um, and all that all the princess scene is yeah. is like, Bravo to Disney for doing that scene because mm-hmm. first of all, um they like the, I don't know. Have you seen the trailer? Like, did you see like, I've seen like little
1: clips or something. Yeah, I I've um, not watched a whole trailer. No.
0: Where like the, um, the, so the, the kind of the, the shtick of that scene is the princesses are like, they meet Vanellope and she's like, I'm a princess too, because she's a princess. And, and they're like, Oh, you are. So they start asking her questions. Like, do you have magic hair, magic hands? Do you talk to animals? Do you have these superpowers? And she's like, no. And then they're like, were you kidnapped? <laughs> were you poisoned? Like enslaved? Like all of these bad things? And she's like, Are you guys okay? Do I need to call the police? <laughs> like, um, and then and then she finally, one of them, I think it's Rapunzel, says, Wait, wait, wait. Do people assume all your problems were solved because a big strong man showed up? And she's like, Yes. And they're like, You are a princess, <laughs> right? So like Disney, like kind of like copying to the fact that like for the last Fifty plus years with their movies, right? More than that, now like that they've been doing that trope, right? And they've—I th- give them credit, like close to hundred years now. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They've—they've they've really gotten away from that somewhat. Um, like you know,
1: they've been—they're doing better. They're right, trying, right, right.
0: right? They're trying. They're still—they're not perfect. But I mean, even thinking because they keep like, hiring Johnny Depp. But they're trying. Oh, but I'm talking about their Johnny Depp's not been in any of their like animated films.
1: No, but I mean no. So. They're still, yeah. They're still, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're still
0: casting him and stuff. But, right. um, but uh, like even like thinking about Moana, which is a fantastic movie, by the way. It's yeah. super good. I'm sure you haven't, but it's super good. But like, like thinking about it, like, like the Rock kind of shows up and saves the day more than once. Like you know,
1: mm-hmm. um, I saw about fifteen minutes of Coco over someone's shoulder on I haven't Thanksgiving. Seen that. Yeah. i couldn't hear any of the dialogue and i didn't know what was going on but it looks beautiful it looked pretty yeah 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 like the last 15 minutes so i know how it ends (laughs) but i don't know what they were saying
0: um i really enjoyed ferdinand which was uh one that came out the bull. yeah yeah that's that is very unexpected like where that goes and like and uh kate mckinnon's in it and like i i I just love kate mckinnon she's amazing So, um, she's weird. She is, but like, well, I mean, in this case she plays a calming goat, (laughs) which is fairly like a thing. I don't even know what that (laughs) is. it's, It's a goat that they put in with the bulls to calm them down. Oh, okay. Um, She's really bad at her job because she's Kate McKinnon, and it just looks. She, is you know, she like super neurotic? And, yeah, yeah, and hyper yeah. and stuff. And she decides she wants to be like a, a trainer for bulls, not like a calming goat. Uh-huh. She's she's bad at both, though. Turns out, so <laughs> super bad at both. <laughs>
1: right. Oh, that wacky goat! <laughs> yeah. But no, oh. um, but no.
0: Ferdinand is a uh, oh. Ferdinand is a really good story about um, not compromising like your morals and stuff. And uh-huh. like, it's a good stuff for kids. But sure. like, it's, it's I appreciate. That thanks to companies like Pixar, uh-huh. they've decided to make kids' movies not just good for kids, but also not boring and terrible for adults. Right? Yeah, like that's yeah. That's great. As an yeah. adult who's forced to watch a lot of kids' movies, I feel really good about that.
1: Um, mm-hmm. because you know again I'm forced to watch a lot of kids movies and yeah. I don't want to be really bored well sure they know that That I mean they know that parents are taking the, ki- the kids to these things and parents don't want to be miserable the whole time right right yeah. right
0: I mean like Cars I, for the longest time I was like that movie looks so stupid and then I watched it and was like oh my gosh this movie is really really good I like, really like Cars the like it's got a for kids though it's got like a fantastic moral the second one is like don't like don't leave your friends because they're weird which is a good moral but the movie kind of stinks it's all about mater and he's just kind of lame but um i'm larry the cable Guy. Yeah. you done like that's just but the third one they just made is amazing like yeah like they great. really you know great doing it. it's keeping owen wilson in cash and checks you know yeah well for the rest of his life
1: <laughs> yeah honestly he's gonna be getting royalties from that crap yeah, for I or, know. Or eternity yeah, yeah. Well, Jason, let me tell you. Uh, I've been spending my time lately playing Hitman Two. Yeah, I saw you tweet about that. And like, it's so
0: good. That oh my god, that game
1: is—it might be m- my favorite game of all time. Wow. Yeah. Is
0: just Hitman Two? Like, well, there have been they, like seventeen Hitman. Yeah, right they there?
1: they rebooted it like like twenty sixteen. I think Hitman came out, and they they just—I mean, it's still it's continuing the story. They didn't start the story over, so the narrative is the same. But right. they kind of did like a soft reboot on it. It's still like Agent 47. It's or still whatever. 47 and and it's still the continuing story of, of his deal. Um, but they rebooted it from a mechanical perspective. So it's it's all new mechanically and structurally uh, in this series. And so this this is the follow-up to that one, so they're just calling it Hitman 2. Um, okay. But yeah, the, there were there had been a bunch of Hitman games before that. But this is so good. It's so like yeah, Hitman the, the previous one the, yeah. before this Is super good too. Okay. Like, I believe you. Yeah. Like, like, also probably in my top five favorite games ever. Oh, wow. The only reason this one beats it, I mean, so, so it it adds some mechanics to it that are, that are just exactly what you wanted, right? They also don't, they don't mess with it. Like, they, they, they mess with the formula just enough so that it feels like they Mm -hmm. added, they added good stuff without, without overdoing it. But also, um, the second one includes all the entire first game in it. Whoa! So, so like, so if you if you own the first game and you buy the second game, you get all the first game's content for free. If you just buy the second game, you can add on those levels and that story stuff for like an extra twenty bucks or something. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's so, cool. so you can get all of that in the current package, and it's just it's just a killer. So basically, the same game but with the new mechanics. Uh, w- uh it, Or is it the yeah, old level? Yeah. yeah. And and they and they add that the few little small new things are factored into the old levels as well. Nice. Yeah. So they're all updated. It's just so good. And and actually from a narrative perspective, it, it's really kind of fascinating. Um and you don't need to have played all the old stuff in all the old story. They they're they're fine with getting you, get you up to speed, right, with this too. So it's just so good. Assuming they don't have that for the uh, Switch? Uh, no, no, yeah, that's PC, Xbox One, and PS4. I'm playing it on my that PS4. doesn't help me at all. Yeah, sorry, but it's so good. I have, uh, I, 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 just last night reached level 20 mastery in uh, in Miami, which is the first big level. Um, I've murdered the, the targets in that, I don't know, probably 30 times I've murdered those people. And every time it feels fresh and new and exciting. Why every have time have done it so many times. Well, because because so you know there's only six levels in the game, um, and and there's anywhere from two to four targets in each level that you have to take out. Okay. Um. But but each each level is like a massive massive map that's that's like just a huge clockwork mechanism. Uh, and and there are could be a hundred different NPCs that are going about their day, doing things, going through their routines and stuff in that story. And some th- some They're guys will trying to not interact with them. Well, so what you're doing is is you're you're learning patterns and paths and and identifying opportunities. And you and you'll get to a scenario and you'll say and you, you'll you'll have some kind of NPC there or some kind of environmental thing that you can interact with. And if you do A, then it changes the the clockwork in this direction. But if you do B in that moment, then it changes the clockwork oh. in the other. And so so based on what you how you interact with the environment or with the with the characters in that in that world, it changes what everybody's doing and how they interact with each other. Wow. And so you can go through that and and the uh, you know like the Miami level has like almost 200 individual challenges within it that you can complete in different ways to interact with this world, different things to do, different ways to kill the targets. Um, and, and, and it, discovering all those and unlocking all those challenges, the more of that stuff you do, the more weapons you unlock, new costumes, new little features and things that, that allow you to come back into the game next time with new opportunities. Um, but you also, you can ignore all that and just find new, exciting, weird ways to take out your targets. That's cool. Um, and it's just brilliant. And another so, and thing that the, the game does is, is it has these, uh, elusive targets, which are, uh, which are, I think they, they're, I don't know. The, uh, previously, with the previous Hitman, they would do like every two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. They would do a new elusive target, and it was a it was not one of the main uh, targets. It, it, they would set you up in in one of the levels you already know, uh-huh. and they would give you a new target to take out, and they would give you no no tips, no oh, guide. Wow. It'd be and like,
0: here is a picture of the person. Here is their name. Good luck.
1: Right. Yeah. And so you'd have to find them, and you'd have to figure out how to take them out without getting caught or, or getting shot yourself. And so and so it, it it leaned on you. Knowing that world and understanding the clockwork, understanding the mechanism, and then finding ways to to take out your target within within that framework. And so, for Hitman Two, they they did their first target, their first elusive target, mm-hmm. and uh, the character, his nickname was the Undying, that was his code name, and he's mm-hmm. another assassin. Yeah, uh, and it was Sean Bean. <laughs> and, and the joke was that that the you know the company that the that Agent Forty Seven works for, the company's. They thought they've killed this guy a dozen times before, but he keeps coming back, and so now you have to once and for all take take him out because Sean Bean dies and everything, yeah, right? Everything, yeah. That's that's yeah. the joke, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's and it, good. it was good. I failed it because I I just got too excited and, and what did I do? Uh, I I shot him with my silenced pistol, but somebody saw me and I got I got gunned down, but um, but it's just. It's so good, man. And so what with those elusive targets then, they, they encourage you to learn every level in depth and also then to keep coming back and replaying those right, same levels right. over and over and over again. That's really smart. It's so good. Right. It's so good.
0: So speaking of games yeah. like that, we got yeah. this message. And I, I'm i just going to say, person who wrote this, I'll say your name when we're done. Uh, I actually thought this was spam because of the way you wrote this email. First of all, the email is from TalkTalk. Talk. That's literally what it says. Talk, talk, which is something to do with this person's email address. Now you know who you are, person. (laughs) And the title of the email is Return of the Obra Din. Oh, that game's
1: good. So,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. That game's good. So, but I'm like, this is someone trying to sell us something. It's spam, right? I actually almost deleted the email. And then I happened to be going back through and I saw the first thing and it said, tell Rob. And I'm like, oh, this is meant for us. And it says, tell Rob he's a complete Windows fanboy lame douche x boner because return of Oberdin is and has always been and even an early development release completely and utterly available on mac is it thanks Good. wayne that's okay wayne so thanks wayne. i didn't i mean i'm yeah. not yeah i don't know but i don't pay attention to that right, stuff but usually. he said windows like w-i-n-d-o-z-e
1: fanboy oh, lame uh-huh. douche x boner that's fine that's funny Maybe yeah, yeah max suck um uh, also uh uh-huh. yeah sorry go ahead no no i was just talking about
0: video games you yeah. done uh, we we can be done. Great, let's be done. Okay. So also, I tweeted at you. Uh, what was probably our best yes. review we've ever had from Honest Mullet. Yeah, where, where, where on what platform was that? Uh,
1: Apple. Apple. Yeah. Okay. Good. Honest
0: Mullet. He he said. She said. I don't know. Um, and I quote: I'm paraphrasing. Um, these guys sound like my uncle.
1: <laughs> got, these guys sound like my uncle. Yeah.
0: Five stars. So hey, he could have said these guys he she it they yeah, them yeah, they could have said uh them um, you know these guys suck hard and i hate them and i hope they die gave us five stars dgaf <laughs> we got those five stars it's like it's a, it's a good review we have 38 reviews now which is oh. not a lot no still five stars yeah still five stars all of them I mean, we averaged out to five stars when you pull up our podcast it says five stars but these guys sound like my uncle. Like the, the can nature, I put
1: that on a resume? The nature of averages: if that if, if that's the highest rating possible, and our average is five, that means everybody is giving us five stars.
0: If I would say that if one person gave us four and a half,
1: can't give half.
0: If one person gave us four and thirty-eight other thirty-seven other people gave us five, I bet mm-hmm. it still rounds up to five. It
1: might be rounding up to
0: five because it would anything over four point five probably rounds to five. That's my that's, guess. That's probably true. All right. Anyway, that's how averages work. Okay.
1: That's a good review, though. Yeah, these guys sound like my Douche, uncle. fanboy, ex-boner. Thank, thank you, mullet lover. Mullet lover? <laughs> right. Mullet. Honest mullet. Honest, honest mullet. mullet.
0: So I don't know who you are, honest mullet, but you are my hero. Yeah. Because that was the best. Make, like, I, I yeah. literally laughed out loud when I read that. Yeah, I was actually looking at other podcast names because this is a secret, but I don't know if I told you I'm going to start a podcast.
1: You, did uh, I tell you that? You already have a podcast, Jason. I'm going to start another podcast.
0: It's got nothing to do with us. Okay. It's for my new thing. For your so, new thing. Yeah. All right. For your new gig. Yeah. I like making podcasts. I have all the equipment. Three, Why the three feet from the desk that I
1: work at all day. Is this going to be a solo podcast where you're just going to sit here and talk to yourself? No, I'm going to interview people. Oh, okay. It's gonna be a thing. I'm not going to explain it to you yet. So, yeah. Okay. You don't want to interview me because
0: I'll just curse a lot.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> and podcast- And then you'll have to do a lot of editing. This <laughs> podcast can
0: actually have cursing. So- What? Yeah. I'll explain it to you that, offline so what it's going to be so. That doesn't sound like you, Jason. I'm not going to curse, but the guest might curse, okay? Um we'll see about that. It's not like promoting the new business. It's just um it's kind of like a in tandem thing that'll be it's it's an idea I've had for a podcast for a while that I've wanted to do, but I haven't had the time. And now, hey, guess what? I have the time. So, okay. Yeah. I'm going to start start doing some YouTube videos. It's going to be great. Like I've got this
1: whole multimedia plan of success. You sure do. So it's going to be great. Why don't we get on with this here? Um. (laughs) (laughs) No, we probably should though. (laughs) We probably should. Um, uh, so a couple a couple of things. We don't have one big topics, but we did we did get a couple uh, of comments from folks. None of the topics really worthy of a full topic. So yeah, just, just a kidding. couple smaller subjects uh, from folks on Twitter. So we thought we'd hit up a couple of things. So so first of all, um, Seth Javi said, "Hey hey, how do you get motivated to do prototyping? Um, what are your, what's your thought on that? I can answer that in like one sentence. Okay,
0: um, I get motivated to do prototyping by having people to play my game, like." This one well bar thing once a a month has been fantastic. I've brought a new game every month. I've only done that because I've had an opportunity to play test. So two things. That or having publishers want to see stuff (laughs) so I have more time to play test. Those are the two biggest things, honestly, that motivate me to play test. So commitments. Commitments yeah yeah reasons that deadlines really yeah deadlines make me want to play tests. and conventions and I, do the same thing
1: i agree with that deadlines even self-imposed deadlines are powerful motivators for me as well yes uh and i and i think a lot of people would probably agree with us on that um a lot of people who are not good self-starters
0: Right, you know. Um, yeah, it, I thrive on like for. I mean, I work for myself now, and I still I thrive on deadlines. I mean, yeah. I give myself deadlines on yeah. stuff, and then guess what? I get it done. Yeah, because and, I gave myself a deadline.
1: And I think I think that's that's useful. And I think a lot of people who are just kind of doing their own thing, working for themselves, not not necessarily in a professional context, but but you know, for their own hobbies or whatever it might be. Um, I I think more people could benefit from from setting deadlines for themselves. In fact, I just read an article today about a guy who was working on a, a Doom mod, a, a mod for Doom Two. He started when he was 14 years old. He's like, as you know, as a teenager, think hey, I really like Doom. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my own custom mod for the game. Uh, he's 29 now, and the game he finally said, all right, I'm just gonna release it because I don't want to work on it anymore. <laughs> uh, Doom mod What's- called Total Chaos.
0: Okay. Is, it, is that, it
1: good? I don't know. I haven't played it. I just read the article okay. about it today. But, but that's one of those things where that guy should would have benefited from setting a deadline for himself. Right. So, right. So um, it wouldn't have taken him 15 years. Maybe
0: he did set a deadline. It was 15 years. He well, nailed it, Rob. Maybe you're right. Good if point. you're gonna set a deadline, don't set it deadline that's that far out. Because like, if if I were to say right now, I have to get games ready for Gen Con. I promise you, I will not have games ready for nope. Gen Con. Guaranteed. I
1: will actually
0: because, but two you, weeks, you, two to three weeks before, I'm gonna say yeah. I need to have games ready for Gen Con. <laughs> right, and I'm gonna
1: do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so the other motivator for me though is is just a, a good idea that I'm excited about. And if it's something if it's something good and exciting that that I that I want to learn more about, then then that's a good motivator for me that's
0: enough to get me to make a prototype but then a lot of times I don't have a way to test it unless you and I can get together right which is already harder now than it used to be so
1: and and what that then ends up doing for me is that if it's something that I'm really excited about and I really want to try and play it it encourages me to harass my wife to invite people over (laughs) nice say <laughs> so, hey i, I really want, i really want to play this, this game why don't we invite somebody over we haven't had anybody over in a couple of weeks hey we haven't had anybody over in like two months hey we should have some friends over hey why don't we go out to a bar why don't we why don't we call so and so we're actually uh going out to uh one well on friday night to see some friends and i actually don't think i'm going to bring a prototype with me but that's the kind of thing right it, it encourages right. me then to also have social activity yeah 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 so yeah so um but yeah, and like right now, I'm excited about, um, I'm excited, still excited about the Bingo RPG. And yes. I, really, I need to do something Why haven't with haven't played that yet? Well, be, because I... You're the worst. Because I don't want to work on that until my, that other obligation I have that we've talked about that I won't say here. So, so I don't want to work Simulator. on something new... Until I get something settled on the other thing, right? Until I'm I'm finalized, because then I'll then I'll get excited about the other thing, and I won't want to go back to the other one, right? Right. And so that's a problem for me, and it's a problem. It's a self awareness thing that I'm. Yeah. You know what there. they say about the sky troopers, though. What do they say about sky troopers, Jason? Well, they say sky rockets are
0: in flight. So Afternoon that's, delight. See, that's a <laughs> that yeah. is a creepy song.
1: It's a creepy song about people get in love hey it's especially creepy when they do that in rest development but that's the joke is it? yeah, that it's extra creepy yeah, yeah yeah um yeah yeah so so that's is that so deadlines are a good motivator excitement about a specific idea is a good motivator um yeah yeah those are those are kind of the big ones for me
0: yeah i mean that's really so we have another topic we're going to talk about as well yeah let's take an interlude oh interlude So, so I read this. Was reading this thing lately about um, this uh, about lore and legends and fiction and stuff, um, just for the heck of it. Um, And uh, this is interesting, right? So, in in European fiction and lore and legend, there's tons of vampire stories, right? But in African fiction and legend, there are no vampire stories. So interesting. Posited why, right? Because vampires, as we know, are killed by holy water, right? That's like a thing. Um, and or at least like repelled by holy water. There yeah. it is. Yeah. And of course, as we know, they bless the rains down in Africa. So that was just a little dad joke I wanted to throw out there. I felt pretty good about that. I stole it off Facebook, but Dude, since you're not on Facebook, was, I can regurgitate Facebook stuff like it's brand new and it's you'll just. Never it was know. a little too much work to get there. It's that's the way it's best if it's the work to get there. So it's not though. I've already talked about on the show that my wife and I have this running gag that we do sometimes. Well, that I do to her that she doesn't really like. <laughs> 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 I've got a few of those too, where um, where I uh I will and I haven't done this in a couple of years. I'm due. I'm due. So um, where I'll tell her a story. I'll start to tell her a story about people from work or something and, and I'll throw out that their names are Thomas, like, Oh, the guy's Thomas. He's blah, blah, blah. Like, so I'm I'm talking to her one day, right? And this was, this was probably four or five years ago. It's been a while since I've done this, but I did it two or three times in a row. And by the last time she cursed at me hard. Um, (laughs) I was like, I'm like, you wouldn't believe what happened, and she's like, well, what? And I said, well, so there's this guy and this girl at work, right? And they're kind of on again, off again, right? And I said, the guy, the guy's name is Thomas, and he, um, he's like a guitar player, and he's he's in a band, you know, he's really cool, right? And, I said, but um, you know, um, I said we th- this girl, right? Like, her, her name is Gina, and she she started working uh, at the company a while back, and uh, she I guess she used to she used to be a waitress, but now she you know she works the thing, and you know, I was like, but hey, they had this huge fight right in the office, and it was really awkward, and and the next day he came in and he brought his guitar and he he sang a song to her and stuffs like, oh my gosh, really? I'm like, yeah, and she said, she said, how did the, I and said, I said, this this is how the song went. And she's like, I mean, she's like rapt attention. And I said, mm-hmm. she just started strumming. And he said, and what did he say, Rob? He said, whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, living on a prayer. But anyways, and then she swore at me a lot. Yeah. Um, I've managed to get her with that joke probably five times in various states mm-hmm. um, I feel like I, maybe I'm due
1: I think you so, are due yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're due and you need to let us know. do you have any like conferences for your new gig coming up or anything you're going to no where I can tell that tell it's right just right. to kind of te- key right. it
0: into right? right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. but anyways um, yeah yeah it's pretty funny so mm-hmm. not as funny as I'd hoped it would be no no not at all nah. but, uh, it was funny at the time though. I'm like, sure when you, when you do it to the person and they're like <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So. Did I Did I tell you this one? Did I, I tell you this dad joke? I'm going to tell you this dad joke. I think maybe we
1: need to move on. No, this is the last one. I'm this kind of bored one. with this. This is the last one. This is it's not this as funny is as you think it my is. my
0: current favorite dad joke, and it is funny. It's really good. <laughs> well, we're going to find out then. Yeah, maybe I already told you this one. And then we're going to move on. I may have told you on the show. Maybe. Did I tell you the one about Snoop Dogg? I'm not sure. Okay. Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella
1: i don't know jason why does snoop dog carry an umbrella oh drizzle
0: <laughs> see you laugh that's a good one right all right that's not bad that's not that's bad, so bad right that's not so bad <laughs> <laughs> that one, that's my favorite current dad joke so That's not bad yeah. yeah so okay the kids don't understand it but um, no they wouldn't but all the people of our they, generation they don't yeah, even know who snoop dog is right? right it's one of those jokes where you're like that is a terrible joke But I'm going to laugh a little because it's also kind of funny. Well,
1: my, I mean, so, okay. What's pink and fluffy? Pink fluff.
0: Oh, yeah. That is a dad joke.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right?
0: Yeah. It's a good one, too. It's a dad joke. I don't know if I'd go so far as to say it's a good one, but are there good dad jokes? Is there like that thing?
1: Neil Roberts uh, also asked a question on Twitter. (laughs) uh, Can we use things like what we know about personality types when designing games?
0: I think so. I think that's that's a good idea to use, frankly. Personality types. Personality types. Well, I mean, Rob will just think I'm judging people when I say that, but um, because you are (laughs) silently. No, 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 no. I think that um, I do think that that's something that comes into play, especially if you're making social games. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You kind of have to in that case, right? uh, But a good example
0: of a game where I didn't think about personality types and it and it made the game actually not work after a while. Um, and this is what you'll know instantly was, was the beat on the street, um, it was a rap game, right? Where you had to like lay down sick rhymes and then rap them. Um, and, uh, and what happened was less than half, but certainly just south of half, the people that would play it would be uncomfortable and afraid to do that. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, now here's the thing, introverts. I had like four 60 year old ladies rapping. Scott King's mom and some others, and they loved it, loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, not everyone felt that way. Yeah, uh, some people it was just a little too too much for them. Sure, and I get it. Like like we play games where like there might be a pirate or something, and then Rob does this really stupid accent. He's like ah, this game, matey. And like mm-hmm. and then I just I don't want to play the game anymore because I'm I'm actually embarrassed for Rob. <laughs> Even though he's having a great time, but it's Love too it. much for me, right? Yeah. Like, so I get it. Like forcing someone to do that, like you will talk in an English accent when you do this game. And then the person like doesn't know how to do it. They're like, Hello. Oh, hello, mate. Hello, mate. I'm English. Let's throw another shrimp on oh, the I... Barbie. It's like that's Australian. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? Basically penal colony i don't know um always sounds dirty when you say penal colony it was what <laughs> penal colony was
1: probably dirty yeah also yeah so <laughs> yeah. when it was when it was that yeah yeah okay right. so yeah but i mean i agree with that sometimes sometimes depending on the type of game you do need to think about that and and and, and for those those social games, those games that require uh maybe even a degree of acting, not everybody's gonna be able to do that. You know? Right. Right. Um, yeah. So um that's the answer to that one. Good topic, Jason. That's that. Good question. No, no, Neil. No, 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 no. That's we should probably
0: talk a little more. That was really short. Well, um so what else do you have to say? So you should think about that. But other personality type things. Um uh I would say Think about the um, what level of of gamer you want to play your game, right? Is it? And I don't mean this in a bad way. Like, oh, some people
1: like casual, like a casual gamer. Like, no, that's I'm great. big on level seven gamers. Right?
0: Yeah. I, I, what's the scale on that?
1: Oh, it, uh, it it's nearly infinite. I mean, they keep raising the level cap. Okay, so so basically, every time a new game comes out, they have to expand the level cap.
0: That's not true. You're
1: wrong. Look, I'm just... No,
0: I mean, you're not designing games at level 7. You'd be, like, designing games at level 1,000, then, because you like complex games. mm -hmm. I would be designing games like, level 14, maybe 15. So, you know, um, that's how that would work. I just don't like brand-new gamers, because, man,
1: (laughs) am I right?
0: But, no, I think that... uh, This is something, you know, to tie in with last week's episode, we talked about getting games for playtesting at, like, an Unpub, right? generally i have no memory of last week's episode you was was a whole week ago we were definitely not sitting here (laughs) within an hour recording this um the the big thing though is that um like i try to make more casual stuff for unpub because i think that that generally plays better for that audience um and i may I, i will usually bring something not as casual that i'll show to the designers at night but i very well may not show to the players because i just don't feel like it's you know yeah so anyways um, that's another important point I think we should make about this. But now Rob okay. is going to pitch a game, maybe. Yeah. Do you have a game to pitch? I do. Whoa. I'm just going to say that I talked to Rob four hours ago and he said, I don't have a game to pitch. So this is going to be really it good. It was
1: closer to six hours ago. Let's it's be honest. It's going to be great, guys. It's going to. All right. Okay. okay. One more. Give me one more. Can be great? That's pretty good. Yeah.
0: Do you have another one in you? Um, it's going to be great. All
1: right. I'll take that. Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the roar at the end was the, the one. That, that's what I was really wanting. I didn't yeah, know I wanted it, but yeah. I, but now that I, now that I got it, I realized how much I wanted it. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> we make a podcast it. and people listen. And I don't know why. I'm still
0: ledger. <laughs> why. One of the other of recent reviews was like these guys make everything so interesting and they're so smart and I was like, "Who? What are you, you listening to?" On the wrong <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Somebody also gave us a review that was like, "If you wait, if you listen in the middle, some of the shows seem really long, but if you listen not in the middle, they feel shorter." And I was like, "I don't know what he's talking about. I don't, but, know, okay. I don't
1: know what that means, but I, but I, they're probably right. They're probably right." <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, pitch this game. All right, this is a Viking game, okay? This is about Vikings.
0: Do they have horns in the helmet or are they real Vikings? If
1: they want to have horns on their helmets, Jason, they can have horns on their helmets. They don't want to. Okay, then they don't. Unless they're singing opera. It's up to the player if they want horns on their helmets. Okay. it's a. It matters, though. It's not right. Well, we'll see. Vikings were
0: horny, but they weren't horny. But not horned? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> All, right, All right,
1: do it to it. So Vikings. So uh uh this this is a game about um exploring Vikings uh Vikings exploring the new world. I don't know. The new world was was kind of the a, a, a later later label for that, right? But because Vikings crossed right. the across o- the the ocean and found. It's Leif Erikson. Yeah, if, Eric found, the Red. Eric, Eric the, the Red. Re- Red. Red. I don't remember. Eric. I thought it was Leif Erick. No, Leif Erikson was the guy who sailed. Leif Erikson.
0: No, Leif Erikson was Eric the Red's son. It's actually in his name. Is it Leif, Eric, son?
1: Oh, oh, hey, look at that words. yeah yeah yeah, there you go good all right anyway i don't know i'm not a history guy um so i I, I, i'm sure that the the vikings themselves did not call it the new world i don't know what what word they had for it i need to look that up volstag i just made that up (laughs) it's i don't know anyway that's some vikings name uh i think from thor actually could be Um, so, so we're going to say they're, they're exploring the Americas. Okay. They've, they've landed in the Americas. It's not actually called that. I know at that time. Right. So, so had been here. Forgive me builders for getting historical details wrong. Just
0: call it Columbia.
1: That's nonsense.
0: They met the Indians.
1: That's. Well, I mean, they would have met some kind of native peoples, yes. Native Americans, indigenous yeah. people, indigenous peoples, First Nations, yes. p- p- whatever, whatever the proper terminology is. Right. Right. Okay.
0: So people they were going to attempt to kill if they were Vikings.
1: Right? Hey, come to think of it, so they're exploring. They they they've just finished a, a an ocean journey and they've landed on the shore of a new <laughs> He's land. Giving up, they just they found some land somewhere. Sure, <laughs> because, because because place because there was a time I don't know I watched the first season of Vikings. And and that first season is about them finding uh, Europe for the first time or, or, you know, the British Isles or whatever, mainland Britain. It's not about them finding uh, 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 America. It's about them finding Britain for the first time. Yeah. Um, And what's the. And uh, the
0: Vikings in that show, Horny, Not Horned, for sure. Yes. Yeah.
1: Right. Horny, Not Horned. That's the episode
0: title. (laughs) (laughs) I I really hope so. (laughs) If it's not, I'm going to be disappointed. I'm glad you said it in here to remind yourself. Right. Yeah. So okay, they're exploring. So
1: yeah, so they're exploring new land. So there's a grid. Uh, There probably is a grid. (laughs) Let's just be honest with this, okay? (laughs) There's a grid. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna say it's we're gonna call it a hex grid because whatever, just because I want to piss you off because Nick Nick Hexum,
0: yeah, Nick what Nick what Nick Hexum, I don't know lead singer Three Eleven change a lot in that some some okay. <laughs> you know that we have always been so there's,
1: there's there's a map and, and everybody gets a starting space on that square uh, it goes up like to four players yeah uh everybody has a standard starting square and and uh, or starting hex or whatever and and they're going to be on four sides of the board everybody's exploring the same area coming mm-hmm. in from the sides okay yeah. all right it's an island we're going to call it an it's an island okay it's an island isn't isn't this earth an island this mm. island earth. so then on on the hex grid then in, in on the map there are there are spaces that are marked uh, saying you're gonna you're gonna put a tile here, okay? Right. Not everything is covered in a tile, but there are gonna be some pre designated things uh, that are laid out there. They're gonna have a tile on it. Are they in the shape of continents? Uh no. Because oh, this is okay. one land, okay? So, so every tile, th- th- then you're gonna have a, some a tiles that you stack up. These tiles on the back is gonna just look like generic landscape because you're gonna shuffle these up and you're gonna put one of these tiles in each of these marked spaces, face oh. down. Oh, okay. So okay? it can right. change. So it can change, right? And but on the other side are gonna be are gonna be features, and it might be a village, you know. It might be. Uh, it might be a church. It might these these are different things that these Vikings could encounter in the way. It, it might be you know a, a, an animal that they can hunt and kill and whatever. Okay, I, I don't. There's if the
0: if it's really the Vikings discovering America, it's there's just not going to ex- be any churches there. It's about
1: the Vikings exploring new land. So you're okay. right. It wouldn't be America. You're absolutely right about that. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. So it's, yes! they're they're exploring Britain. Pre, pre, what is it, Saxon? I don't know what what that period of time is. Again, I need to do more research, Jason. The okay, the Celts they drink the blood but, of their dead. Sure, that's what they do. That's yeah. who they're talking to. Yeah, okay. right. Um, okay. So, so they're going through there, and 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 uh, on every turn, you're gonna you're gonna play a card. That allows your your uh, Vikings to do some kind of an action, okay? Yes, uh, and that action is going be to be things like heal your party, and your Viking usually you have like a single meeple or something moving around, and that's that's the entire that's like the whole that's the whole band, old, right? Okay, okay. And then you've got a separate card that tracks tracks their health, their hit points, and it's basically each hit point is a guy in the party. Okay, a guy in the the band. Yeah, that
0: that actually makes total simple and clean,
1: right? I like it. So there can be things where you can, you know, some actions are like move, move your guys, move, move one hex. Might be explore the hex. It might be, it might be if you're on one of those special hexes that has a there, flip the thing to to reveal what that special is. Uh, It might be uh, engage in a battle with something on one of those hexes. It might be, you know, gather food. Um, Whatever it might be, right? All that sort of stuff is a little loose and a little undefined the the main piece of this that that I've kind of focused in on here is about um is about the driver of what actions you can take and what actions you have available to you oh okay okay now um traditionally uh uh we know that uh the um uh, runes and, and the casting of rune stones and uh was was, was at least from from our from our modern perspective, was was a thing that ancient Norse peoples did, right? Oh, you would, I didn't actually know that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You would throw the stones, and you would have a, a someone someone read, would read the stones and would, to kind of divine the future, right? Uh, it's a it's a process of divination to to prepare yourself for pitfalls and for dangers in the future. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so, um, in a standard standard set of runes, you would have twenty four tiles, and each tile has its own separate, individual, unique rune on it. Okay. Uh, and uh, and a, a popular way. there's there's many hundreds of different ways to to cast stones and read stones and things and so forth you know, all that stuff but but a a common a common one that's that's kind of kind of simplified uh, is is you you put all the stones in a bag in a pouch and you draw out nine stones at random and then you cast them into a circle okay and then based on where they land within the circle and whether they land face up or face down you 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 make predictions and divine, make divinations about the future and about what is to come. Okay. Okay. That sounds interesting. It is interesting. Right. So, so the, the concept here then is, is that, uh, at the start of a round, one player, uh, and, and whoever that player is at the start of each round is going to change. It's going to rotate around the table. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, that player will pull, at at the start of the game, you're going to pull nine stones at random out of the, out of the bag. And you're going to cast them onto, onto the game board or onto the table. We'll say, which is a separate board, of course, from the map that we're right, moving yeah, around. On, right, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> and then uh, and you cast the stones. Okay, and again, stones could be, and I'm not going to have a, a big detailed uh, uh, layout on the board. I'm not imagining that because that that'll overcomplicate it. But so 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 that player casts the stones out, and uh, stones could be scattered everywhere. Uh, could be face up. Could be face down. Some of them could be touching. Okay Even. okay, all right. Uh, and so the, that player casts the stones. The next player uh, then around the table has to make a decision and, and and they can they can to pick up one of these stones or a group of stones. So their choices are they can pick up all of the stones that are face down. If they do that, their turns over and, and they're done, but they
0: get all those stones they get
1: all the stones but they but uh, but they're not going to be able to pick up more as play continues around the table. right okay. the next option. Is that if two stones are touching Two or more stones You could have four stones touching You can pick up that entire cluster okay. It doesn't matter if they're face up or face down uh, Well, they would. That's a good point uh, They would have to They would pick up the whole cluster Face up or face down Okay, so when it, but
0: if the face down person went first, so they could pick that out of there. Cherry pick exactly right. Yeah. yeah, and if they Just take that out of there, break up that. and
1: that breaks up a, a cluster, then then it breaks up the cluster. Right. Right. Okay. Damn. Okay. And when you pick those up, you have to keep track of what's face up and what's face down. Okay. Right. Um. Or you can pick up a single individual rune that's face up. Okay. Okay. All right. And you continue around the table until all the runes have been picked up. Keep going around in circles until all are picked up. But again, if you pick up, as soon as you pick up all of the face down ones. And you can't choose to pick up one face down one. You have to take all the face down ones. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then once and, and you do that, and you don't you don't get to take anything else. You're done for that round. But then as soon as you're done with that, uh, then you move on. Okay. And then everybody has a hand of cards. And at the start of the game, I'm going to say you have like seven cards in your hand. Okay. And those cards are the things that have those actions on them. You know, move move your tribe. Uh, or move your, your your war band or your war party uh, uh, you know heal, heal somebody gain a hit point back uh, engage in a battle and, if, and you're not rolling dice or anything to see who wins it's just I'm gonna fight this battle I'm gonna win the battle
0: you know right, right, the okay. Vikings that I don't
1: know the word lose right yeah exactly um, there could uh, 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 though yes, I need to get some factors in there about how you might lose hit points or something there, there's more work to do there so but these are how you are taking these actions okay now if you took the face down tiles, uh, that's how you get more cards in your hand. So when you take the face down tiles, every face down tile you get, uh, the only action you can take that round is to draw that many more cards into your hand. Okay. Okay. Now, the action cards, depending on how strong or how powerful the the action on those cards are, uh, it, it'll it'll tell you how easy it is to pull pull off that move. So so something that's really 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 powerful, a really powerful action card, which might be to plunder this location, right? Right. Um, that's going to be tied to a specific rune, okay? And you're only going to be able to do this if you have that specific rune stone. And and realistically, worst case scenario, a card will probably have two different runes on it. And you draw it, drew it face up. And you drew it face up. So the only way you're going to be able to play that card is if you drew that rune. But but broader, easier cards like move your move your guys, you're going to be able. You know, there's going to probably be twelve different symbols on that card to make it really easy for you to move your guys. Okay. Or in fact, maybe that's something you can just discard any rune stone, and you can move your. That guys. would make sense. Yeah. Maybe that's just that easy. So, depending on how lucrative uh, that that action might be, it, it'll it'll be either easier or harder to pull that off, based on 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 how many different runes will actually allow you to perform that action. Um, that makes total sense. There are other actions, of course, that you could say, saying that you know when I when I spend this card, what it's going to do is it's going to I'm going to be able to search through the rune, the bag of rune stones and pull that stone out, and I'm going to guarantee that's in the nine to cast in the next turn. Oh, okay. Okay? Um, so, and then you, you do that and, and then and once everybody... And, and you spend all the rune stones on that turn. You spend everything on that turn. Okay? And then the next turn, turn around, next time around those nine that were just cast do not go back in the bag. You pull nine more out. Nice. And the nine that were cast before only go in, back into the bag after that.
0: How many rounds are you thinking would
1: be in the bag? <sighs> um. You mean before the game is over? Or
0: do the they ever go back in or no? they will
1: go back yeah so 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 the f- turn one i'm going to pull nine out i'm going to cast those turn two the original nine are gone unless i spent an action to put one back into the new, right. the new group and then and then after i pull nine new ones out in round two the the nine from round one go back in okay so yeah. it's just a one turn it's, a, it's a, right it's a one turn off it's a, you know well, one totally turn cooldown kind of thing right yep uh, and that's driving all of your actions as you play the game. And I think you're getting victory points for, you know, for pillaging and for raiding and for collecting plunder and for winning battles and for exploring and revealing revealing those face-down tiles. You're getting points for that kind of stuff. There might be some kind of thing where, you know, if it, it, the, the really, really rare difficult-to-complete action cards would be things that you just straight-up get victory points for spending that card, you know. And there'll be thematic connections for that. And, and, you know, and I think maybe the game ends after a certain amount of rounds, maybe the game ends after all the face-down tiles are revealed, something to do with that, I'm not really sure, but but I liked that idea of turning kind of casting stones into a, a, a system as a mechanic for driving action selection, and you might have a really, really good card here that you want to use, but maybe that stone, to use that card, isn't even in the group this time. Um. Or maybe, uh, you know, or maybe somebody else took it and I got to wait for it to come back next time. Now, another important factor, and I forgot to say this before, is that also as you're exploring this land, the the game will advance in seasons, okay? And uh, everybody, in addition to their player board that has their characters, you know, health on it or their, their their party's health on it, the number of people in their party, you've also got a series of seasons, and so occasionally somebody might play an action to advance the season forward. Um, another thing you can do is to, you can spend a card, you can spend a rune, not just to play an action card right now, but to place a card from your hand face down into your season track. And that's oh, basically nice. holding a card for later, right. right? And then as the season advances... You reveal any cards. You could be stacking up eight cards in the next season. And then as soon as that season moves forward, you get all those actions right away for free.
0: Nice okay and
1: you had to wait to get but that. you had to wait to, till you get to that right um, and some some action cards you know you're only gonna you can only assign them to a specific season other ones you can you can put into any season you want just not in the current season that right. we're in kind of thing right. and so so it's a combination of I need to see what opportunities I have right now versus maybe I just got a stone that I don't want to use right now but it might give me more value in the future. Or, or maybe I don't know what value it's going to give me, but I know it's out there two seasons from now. So maybe I'll just go ahead and do that. Right. I'll put it there yeah, and I'll plan ahead to use it in the future. That's cool. To get myself into that zone. So, so that was the last little wrinkle there because of course, again, the Vikings, they were, you know, they would not go off on brief raids. They would go for long extended periods of time right. and be gone for potentially years at a time on these, on these adventures, on these raids. Uh, and And so, so factoring that in, into the exploration and into the, into the process I think could be a kind of a cool factor of that. Yeah I like that. Maybe it would be better if the player doesn't choose the season maybe it's a, after a certain turn count the season just automatically advances I'm not really sure. That would make sense yeah. But uh, but so that's kind of the basic idea of it right now and, and so right now the the working title I have for it is called uh, Alu because Alu is what you say when you cast the stones. Okay. So, and it's, it's a word of magic and power from what, right. the reading that I did today. So, Interesting. So that's cool. the game, Alu, which is the game about Vikings exploring a new land and pillaging it for for valuables and uh, and power and glory and uh, and casting stones to help them uh, help them plan their adventure and plan their raids and plan ahead for for the challenges of future seasons. Sounds cool. There you go. All right. All right. Okay, I'm probably not actually going to make that game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> realistically i got a lot of the stuff on my plate um but it was it was a fun idea to explore to to, to kind of turn that to see see what ideas i could come up with from that idea of casting stones um and and I'll, I'll keep that in my back pocket we'll see see if i can come back to that in the future
0: yeah well you've got one hand in your pocket and the other one is cast in rune stones
1: <sighs> is that from something yeah it's an
0: alanis morissette song from Back when we were in high school. What? Because I've got one hand in my pocket. I don't know what you're talking about. And the other one's casting runestones. She didn't say that, though. There's always one hand in my pocket and the other one's doing something. Yeah. You weren't in the you weren't into the Alanis?
1: Don't know. Uh, don't know. You know who that is, right? I know exactly what you're talking about, Jason. I'm you ought to know. I'm just trolling you a little bit here. You
0: ought to know who it is. Yeah.
1: You, you, you.
0: you ought to know. Oh. Right. Well, I'm, if not...
1: Just so you know, I'm, I'm here to remind you. It's like it's like Ray Yane on your wedding day. You know what's ironic? That
0: whole song. You know <laughs> why? Because it's called ironic wow. and nothing in the song is ironic. You know
1: what, Jason? You know what? There's a really good joke about that in a game, a little game. Why are you making noise here? Just to piss you off. <laughs> There's a really good joke about that in a little game called Retailed Rejects. Uh, is there? Yeah, it's a it's a really good it's a it's a great little game. It's super fun little game uh, designed by uh, Chris and Suzanne of Cardboard Edison fame, and uh, uh, featuring uh, clever writing and ideas from uh, from Chris Mishu of uh, Flip the Table. Your moderator, Chris, and uh, art and graphic design and layout by yours truly. Um, you can uh, you can get a copy of, uh, of Retail Rejects by uh, supporting Cardboard Edison on Patreon right now. And this is very exciting. Uh, coming i think it's actually up available now as of the posting of this episode You're, you can get your own copy of that from the new print and play arcade website uh retail oh, rejects is available on there right print now and play arcade it's why a new I... website you haven't heard about this no tell you what why don't we why don't we invite somebody onto the show next week to talk to us more about this about print and play arcade about print and play arcade about retail rejects do they work there kind of about what he's got going on no he's not working i think he's just a fan He's okay. Just a fan, sure. Yeah. So why let's he, do that. Why don't we have? Why don't we have somebody? I think I. So think
0: I if you're a guy ga- if you know about this, you, you should, know what? you should be a guest.
1: I think I've already got that lined up. Come to think of it. Oh wow! So I think yeah. maybe we'll have him on next week's this episode. Doesn't feel like an obvious plant at all. No, uh, but yeah. So retail rejects. There is a card on there that is just straight up a joke about ironic. I want to be clear that the whole atlantis Morissette set conversation was not to get us here. I had no idea. It was that a Rob happy was accident. It was a happy accident. Yeah. Yeah. So like we're going to have. time. You stubbed your toe and it hurt really bad. It was a happy accident. We're going to have a special guest on next week's episode to talk a little. Just to just talk about what he's up to. I mean, it's not really about that. It, it's a great opportunity to plug Retail Rejects and uh, and support Cardboard Edison and uh, 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 and this new PNP Arcade site. P, I think it's PNP Arcade.com, I believe. We'll yeah. double check that yeah. for you. I. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to have a special guest on next week's episode. Great. So you can look forward to that. I think everybody's going to recognize who it is once we uh, once we make that official announcement. You're going to you're going to know this individual. I think I you and I know him. You and I love him. Yeah, yeah. I've already said it's a him, so I'm not going <clears> to <throat> pretend I didn't. Right. So it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. All right. Okay. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us 770 btg is google voice at podcast btG on twitter also at Ja slingerland at poorly underscore <sighs> designed you can like us in places uh, building the and buildingthegamepodcast at gmail.com is the email address and uh, we're gonna we're gonna call it now so good night good night <laughs>
0: Building the Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and poorly designed studios. All of the ideas presented by Rob and Jason are property of the Building the Game podcast. Next time on Building the Game.
1: All right, are you ready?
0: I am so ready. I was born ready. Let's do this podcast. No, I'm ready. Let's go. Oh, That's yeah. cool. Okay. All right.
1: Okay. You're going to keep playing with your tiles? Yeah. All the time.
0: I like my tiles. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Clickety clackety. I'm happy for you. Frickety frackety. Yeah, it's good. Tiley wiley. (sighs) Timy wimey. Spacey wacy. I don't know. What's that thing that uh? I don't
1: know what you're doing. What? I don't know what is this thing that you're doing.
0: Um, who says that? Uh, the doctor said that. The
1: doctor. doctor Like Doctor Who.
0: The doctor, yeah, Doctor Who.
1: I mean, people say the doctor, they mean Doctor Who. Yes, I know. That's that, why I said the doctor. So that's what you meant?
0: Well, that's why I said the doctor, because I meant Doctor Who.
1: Did you? Or are you just saying that now? Yeah, that, no. because I said, He's like, it's some
0: timey-wimey, spacey, way. I don't know. I, I don't watch the show. So I don't either. So I'm surprised. I almost started watching it because there's a woman doctor now. Because you don't, don't have a job really anymore, a and now you're just got nothing to do. <laughs>